of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning. that before the night is over, somebody is leaving here with a breakthrough. Somebody's going to leave you with a breakthrough in your heart, a breakthrough in your mind, a breakthrough in your finances, a breakthrough in your family. I need about 50 people to shout breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Come on, somebody shout breakthrough, breakthrough. Come on, somebody shout breakthrough. Come on, clap your hands up high, everybody. Come on. Yeah, man. 
of your breakthrough tonight. Did you believe that he still heals? He still delivers? He still makes a way out of no way? Do you believe in the God of your breakthrough? Yeah, yeah.
Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning, Ted Miles. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, there is a spirit perpetrating this earth. There's a spirit. Thank you, Father. That is trying to run havoc through the church world. There's a spirit that even these airway spirits, when people had to shut in, this spirit loose. And God, I've heard all types of comments. Some people won, some people lost, some people, but I I know it's all because of this spirit right here. This 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 demon. So this morning, I want to bind this spirit. It's called apostasy. Satan has unloosed a major attack on the men and women of God. First, of apostasy. Can somebody look that word up for me and, and, and let me see what definition you come up with? Apostasy. A-P-O-S-T-A-S-Y. Apostasy, spirit of apostasy. It's trying to take men and women captive. And uh, Mary H., Mary H. Has your husband been sick? I noticed you posted something quickly. Spirit of apostasy. The abandonment or renunciation of a religious or political belief. The abandonment or renunciation of a religious or political belief. The Holy Spirit spoke that word to me this morning when I because this morning I'm I'm deeply, deeply troubled. Spirit man, my spirit is troubled. And my spirit is troubled because The enemy is unloosed, spirit of apostasy. And the enemy of our souls, the enemy, you know, is trying 
its best because our enemy is not flesh and blood or man or woman. But the enemy is diligently working and has been for a while. But because I'm not, um, well, you know, up here I saw it with the oil. It is, it is consciously trying to get people to falter. I didn't even know, but praise God. Praise God, Mary. Praise God. It is trying to, that spirit, well, see, it can't affect you because you, you, you know the power of God and you experienced it. But it is, it is doing everything that it can. bring the believers and, and if apostasy is successful then believers will become non-believers or believers will become former believers brothers and sisters this is this is what we fight right now we must overcome the spirit of apostasy. And that's why I was playing the breakthrough. Because the war is not just for you and me. This weekend, I scheduled... Um, I had scheduled, it's been scheduled for a month or two, a whole family, a whole family is coming here for deliverance. And I mean a family, we prayed for the father, and the father was brought back from the dead. We prayed for the son. When he had that car wreck and was unresponsive, they thought he was dead. But the whole family need to need a miracle. I mean, the whole family need a miracle. The whole family needs to be delivered. And guess what? The whole family is coming. This family is under a curse so bad. They went, even went to the hospital and the doctors messed up in the surgery on one of the family members. I have another situation where somebody's life has been destroyed through Facebook and the internet. And it's going to take a miracle of God for restoration healing. I got another situation where a person was cursed 
where a preacher said they're going to put cancer on them. Can you believe that? Preacher said, believe in my ministry. I'm going to put cancer on you. And you're going to die. I got some other people that have been mixed up with some ministries of a different culture and a different nationality. And when they left and their minister found out I was the one that took them through deliverance, the minister tried to um, tried to um, astro travel in my house, my church, not the church side, the house side. I got another uh, person who called up. I got some of the most bizarre stuff reaching out that I have ever seen in my life. Now, I've been doing deliverance for 36 years, I guess, this year. I have never encountered I received a call from a lady whose husband is a pastor in Atlanta and the story she told me I just sat there listening on my phone and I'm saying God what is happening here apostasy see so so then I just stopped work it, it just I just I just I just stopped working and and, and the Holy Spirit say go to um, YouTube and look, let's look. I went to YouTube and I saw. And now this, this, this is going to sound crazy to you, but just listen. So I listened to some of this stuff, and I said, "You write, you write about one thing, God. It sure sound crazy." But I turned it off. I couldn't even take it. I didn't even want the filth in my spirit um, of these uh, people who come on YouTube and they got the answer to everybody's problem. And I look at them and I see lust. Remember when God gave me that about ambition last week? And then Brother Robert sent me this uh, email, and, and, it, and at the bottom, he had circled, this looks like lust. Looks like lust. Brothers and sisters, there's a spirit of apostasy, and it is, it is, it is out there. It has taken several churches captive. It has taken 
thousands of people captive. And it was planned. Do you understand that? It was planned. So then the Lord said, know all these people that listen to all these people on this YouTube right here? I said, yeah. He said, they never asked me what was in the people who bring in all these messages. I said, I beg your pardon? He said, no, ain't nobody ever asked me nothing. I said, wait, God, you mean they got all these doomsday messages and they're telling people that they see your hand on this and they see you pointing to this and that you're going to do this, that, the other? He said, they're perverting my words to apostasy. He said, you see, God is a revealer. He said they're using misnomers. God is a revealer. And God reveals things to heal the situation. Not so that some body can come on and magnify it and magnify it and magnify, I say magnify, he said the problem. He said the reason that they're magnifying the problem is because I am the solution and they don't know me. So then I just, it just overtook me. It just overtook me. So I just, I just went in there and I was trying to I couldn't even, obviously God was saying enough is enough to me, enough. I don't want any more of this polluting your spirit. He said, but you ask all those people who have listened to all those um, conspiracy theories and all those people who have come on the internet to spread Gossip. Ask them, what do I say in my word about gossiping, rumor mongering, and talebearing? He said, and ask them if they have asked me to show them what was in the people bringing the messages. I say, what? He said, you haven't asked me either. I said, I haven't because I stay away from it and I try not to be concerned and I figure if you want me to know about it, you'll tell me, like you're telling me right now. He said, but it's okay if you ask me. Ask me to show you what's in the person bringing the message. Before you hook up, link up, Find your spirit up with somebody. Have you asked God to show you what was in the purpose before you come into agreement with them? And once you come into agreement with them, that means you're in agreement with every spirit that is in them and operating in them and through them and of them 
and by them, whether it's a good spirit or whether it's a bad spirit. Ask them. So this morning I'm asking you, and a lot of people send me emails, oh, this person said that, this person said the other. A lot of people leave the deadline and follow this person and that person. Well, I say that that is okay because, you know, you can come here and learn and go. But maybe God only put you here to learn something, and so you could go and do something with it or whatever. But if you're following somebody and if you're coming into agreement with them, you ought to know what's in them. You ought to know what you're following. You ought to know what you're coming into agreement with. And you ought to know whether or not it is of God. Because the Bible says, know them that labor among you. The Bible says, know no man by the flesh. but know each man by the spirit, spirits, plural. It's plural. You see, I have to ask God. I ask God in a different way. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it a little bit. Because of the fact that I do deliverance every day, I have to ask God, what am I dealing with? I have to ask God, show me. But I don't ever ask God to show me nothing about no person because, frankly, I figure that if a person comes to Christ as an act of their own will, then God will do it. And he does. But, but what's happening now some, so many people have so many stumbling blocks. The Bible calls them stumbling blocks. In front of them that they don't they don't get nothing from God right away. Because all them stumbling blocks have to be cleared out the way. All those um, hindering spirits have to be cleared out the way. All those kindred spirits got to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. And then you can meet the real person. Some of you come out of a background where you know the person you came out from under was a wizard or a sorcerer or engaged in witchcraft. Well, how would you know that? You, if, they, if they weren't or if they didn't, you'd still be there. Because 99% of, of the people on this deadline seeking God for real. It might be 1% witches. And then out of that, I think a half of that 1% would be witches that don't know they witches, that were made witches by whomever they sat under who was practicing witchcraft and Christianity and mixing it together which still equals witchcraft, 
which still equals defilement, debauchery. And this is what the church is comprised of today. Some of them, I wouldn't even call them a church. That's why. Oh, man. Holiness. The Bible says without holiness. God's church is a holy church. And the Bible says without holiness, no man's going to see God. You know, the, 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 the interesting thing is, you got people out here uh, talking about the mysteries of God. Well, the, the mysteries of God are just the revelations of God. You got people out here talking about God got secrets. Uh-uh, God said everything will be revealed. But God can't reveal his mysteries or his revelatory realms. He ain't going to reveal it to the devil. Because the devil has already misused it and abused it. And if God allowed the devil full access, it wouldn't be no hope for us. We'd be doomed. So it's not like that. Jesus is still Lord of all. This apostasy I'm talking about. is to make your faith weak. To make you put your faith in a man or a woman. And all the faith you put in a man or a woman is faith that should be in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, our Father God, and his own Holy Spirit, which indwells you and I as born-again, spirit-filled, blood-bought, blood-redeemed believers. And it's supposed to equal power, the power of God. And that is why the church has become powerless. The people of God lack the power they need to even overcome the devil. It's sad. It's sad. And for those that are out there preaching the truth and teaching the truth, they making they making us look like we the fools because we preaching the pure raw truth, Jesus but nothing. Why are you talking this way this morning? Because I had a vision and I don't under, quite understand it. And it was a vision versus a dream. Here's how it went this morning. Got up at 3 a.m. to go to the bathroom, came back, could not could not go to sleep. Couldn't go to sleep. So I started praying. I started praying about all this stuff that God allowed me to see yesterday. And then we got construction going on here. <clears throat> the plumber is putting in a new um, bathroom and a new shower and a new bathtub. 
and the plumber, the plumber is very, very neat. And the plumber was recommended by um, a Ted Liner who is in that kind of business. Plumber is a very um, likable man. And and he tells you what he's doing as he's doing it, as he's moving on. So the plumber sent his uh, helper, which I believe is his son, which is apprenticing under him. He's a master plumber. He said, you're going to hear a sound in a little bit, and it's going to sound like a gun shooting. But it's not going to be a gun. It's going to be going to be um, a nail gun, uh, putting, putting um, two by fours. I said, okay, thank you for telling me. He said, you're welcome, and smile, walked off. And, and I sat there and I thought, hmm, God's people should be firing weapons. Instead, they run it in fear. I was thinking about all these things this morning. And brothers and sisters, this vision, had this vision. And in the vision, I had, it, it looked like a child, but it was a grown man. And the grown man was standing like, like, like when I do children's deliverance, I will put the child on my lap and I will talk to the child and I'll do the deliverance like that. Only God told this man to stand up. It looked like a like a dwarf man. Anyway, when I commanded the demon to leave the man, it was like a river of vile, foul stuff. It almost looked like a baby milk throw-up came out the man. So I looked to see what came out the man, and it, it, it just formed like a, so much filth came out the man, it, was, it almost formed like a river. But then when I looked back at the man, the biggest chunk of flesh, was hanging out the man's mouth by uh, a, a thread of flesh. And I said, grab me some paper towels, something. And the Lord said, flesh got to be pulled out. And I saw this chunk of flesh hanging out the man's mouth by a string of flesh. And it was the most horrible 
seen I had ever seen. Come out somebody's mouth. Then I just woke up. Came back after vision. And I still see, I still see, because the Holy Spirit brought me in the vision. And the Holy Spirit was so big. I was, I was just medium size. I was just, in, in comparison to standing with the Holy Spirit. I was medium-sized, but I was bigger than this man with this filth and vileness. And so, and so, I said, I, I just, after I came out that vision, I just thought to myself, I mean, I, just, I, I didn't know what to say. But now that I'm explaining it to you, God is revealing it to me. What came out of that man was the fruit of sin. And what was hanging, it came up out of the man was that big chunk of nasty, nasty, stinking, even the even the blood in that flesh was rotten. And that rotten flesh was hanging out that man's mouth. And you know what? Through the sin. It's the fruit of sin. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, I'm going to, I'm going to, and I'm doing it now, blessing my people, but they must not let the fruit and the spilt of sin defile them again. So I should have been playing grace and mercy this morning. God is concerned. I mean, really concerned about the fruit that is operating in the life of his church of sin. The when the when the when the when the filthy looking stuff came out of that man, it came out warm. You know, I'm telling you, I could see the steam on it. Not a. You gotta get, and, and like when God blesses you. That's when you press in closer to him. Somebody sent me an email and says, I don't know how it happened, but God blessed my business during this pandemic thing. 
and how much they were progressing. And I said, I had made a thought this morning. I said, I sure hope they understand that the same way God brought them out and blessed them, they can cause that thing to be reversed. Because they came to God when they were on their on their last leg, and God not only brought them up, strengthened up both legs, set them back solid, and now they're gonna say, "I hope I have time. I'm gonna make time for God." Ooh. See, God, God shows you the nature of man. He shows you the sin nature of man, and he shows you his nature. So I said to God, I said, Lord, how do I defeat what I saw in that vision? He said, well, for sure, you know, flesh won't do it. I said, yeah. And that's when I got that word, you know, apostasy. Was the, was the cause of it. I'm just having a little chat with you this morning. But don't let the devil steal your faith. Don't let the devil sidetrack your faith. Your faith must be in God. And understand this. The Holy Spirit made this real clear this morning. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. When you read your Bible through the Holy Spirit, don't you know that you're eating those words? When you cast your eyes upon the word of God, don't you know you're feeding yourself. Brothers and sisters, it's the word of God. This whole thing that's going on is to get you away from the word of God, to get you away from the substance of your very existence. Don't you know Christ in you? Don't you know that is what causes that little light in you to shine? Thank you, Brother Robert. First Corinthians three, one through three. But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, but you were not ready for it. And even now, you are not not yet ready, for you are still of the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? That is good. Thank you. I really appreciate that. 
That's the ESV translation of 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 3. Oh man, that's that's the, that's the scripture for the vision I had this morning. You see, as people of God, God will never say or give us anything that cannot be confirmed through His Word or exemplified by His Word. He's still too carnal. And that flesh that was coming out that, I don't know if it was a midget man, baby man, but I know this, it was ugly. And and I, all I could think of was all that came out that man. Church of the synagogue of Satan. Brother Alexander just posted Romans chapter 6, verse 20 through 23. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? That's it. For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Brother Robert said, Proverbs 1, that was Romans chapter 6, 20-23 in the King James Version. And this is Proverbs 1, 31 through 32. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their way and have their fill of their own devices. For the simple are killed by their turning away. Placency of fools destroys them. I'm glad I just put that out there because We got some issues. We got some issues that have to be addressed. And God told me. God said, the way to do this, the way to overcome this was going to be the substance and evidence of your faith. Which is straight up Hebrews 11.1. 1. The way through this, the breakthrough, the breakthrough is the substance and evidence of your faith. Is the only thing that's going to destroy this apostasy. The substance and the evidence 
the subs is going to require. Put this, put this here in the chat room. Substance plus evidence equal faith, or faith equals substance plus evidence. And when the Holy Spirit says substance and evidence. I knew that was Hebrews 11.1, but it took these other brothers to fill in the other part for us. See, God say we know in part, and we testify in part. God say out of the mouths of one or two witnesses, it's going to all be established. Substance plus evidence equal faith, or Faith equals substance and evidence. Hebrews 11.1 Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. God says it's going to require faith. (coughs) Excuse me. Thank you, God, for whatever that was that came up out of them. Make the room for more substance and evidence or faith. Substance and evidence of your faith is going to be required. Remember, we got that warning a couple weeks ago that there was going to be power plays. So I guess we're going to have to encounter this power play between between the flesh, carnality, and holiness. I guarantee you holiness is going to win every time. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to, in this watch, this week right here, You're going to have to provide evidence and substance, and your faith is going to kick in and take you on through. What is the evidence and the substance? Your faith in God. Now faith. Mr. Hattie say now faith. That's what what we're going to be required going to be a revealing this week. A revealing of what? Either you got it or you don't. KDA. Know it. Display it. Act. (coughs) God, thank you. Let me tell you what this is. This is God getting me ready. If you was coughing too, God is taking something out so that he can put more of his substance, which is going to be evident of a higher level of faith or more faith. See, God allows you to go through things, and sometimes he equips you with more faith to overcome something that you don't even know what it is 
but it's going to require a little bit more faith to overcome it. So this morning, he gave me the vision. He gave Brother Robert and Brother Alexander the interpretation. Then he came back and reminded me of what he said in the end to overcome the apostasy. To destroy the spirit, the deed, the work, the act, the intent of this apostasy. It's more faith. More faith. In him, in him, and to be specific, to be real specific, more post this at least eight people. I want this to be completed. Lord, this morning, I receive more faith in your ability. To bring me up out of carnality. I receive more faith in your ability. To tear down my carnal nature. And bring me more. Into the fullness of my faith in you. You see over there in Matthew chapter 6. The apostles said it simply. They said, Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith. And you know what Jesus gave them? Over there in Matthew chapter 6, when the disciples, the apostles said, Lord, increase my faith, Jesus said, our Father which art in heaven. Holy is your name. Deliver us, Matthew 6, 13, from all evil. Deliver us. From all evil. Deliver us. From all evil. Deliver us from all evil. Deliver us from all evil. This morning, faith, your faith is the substance. Your faith is the substance of those things you hope for. Your faith will bring the evidence of things not seen that are already at work. But in order for you to receive it, 
your carnal nature got to go. Your carnal nature, John the Baptist said it. He said, I must decrease that he might increase. Yay! I must decrease that he might increase. And his increase through his word increases and substantiates my faith in his ability as Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Ruler, creator of everything. You, 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 lift your hands up to God and say, me, I am the inheritor by my faith, by my faith, by my own faith. I'm going off this hairline this morning, and I want to go off with you saying something out loud. I want you to change the atmosphere where you are through the substance and the evidence of your faith being now. I am the recipient of God's ability. On earth as it is in heaven. Did you get that? I am the recipient of God's ability on earth as it is in heaven. I am the recipient of God's ability the evidence and the substance of my faith. I'll see you tomorrow on the deadline.
God. He's worthy to be praised. 